to another episode of the Brohams podcast. I am one of your three hosts, as always, Marcel. Enrique, New Texas Pro and, Management and Avid Top Talk Uber. And uh, I'm Robert over here. Follow me on Twitter, Yo Mazik. And follow me on Twitch, Oats254. Oats254? Oats. It's about to be hot shot pretty soon. I just haven't changed it yet. What the fuck? I'm shot. Two five four, you set tripping. You haven't been in Texas in years. For real. Hey, gotta you represent the two five four, man. No, nah, hell no. Nah. You were talking shit about Texas the other day. Who <laughs> 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 me? Never. I would never talk shit on the state I love. Oh, this lie. It's a bold face lie. Oh, I thought, I thought his Twitch name would have been Pinche Blanco or some shit. Oh shit. Oh okay. <laughs> I, I'm open for all Twitch names because I haven't officially started my Twitch yet. I'm just recording for a library. But Blanco. Has, like what are you saying? Yeah. Oh, I was saying that um, I just film right now for a library. I don't have a webcam yet. So once I get a camera and all that, that's when I will start taking Twitch seriously. So by then, I hope to have a really good game. Oats254 is it's a trial name. Hot shots, what I'm going for. But what you guys have said is also really good, too. Well, Enrique said that. I didn't say that. <laughs> that all credit names go to him. <laughs> oh, I'll, I'll give Rike the credit then. How about that? But uh, Blanco Loco is probably the greatest wrestling name I've ever heard. Blanco hey. Loco. Hey, you sex and hardcastle. It doesn't trademark that yet. I mean, Don oh, Callis yes. is using it. Sexton Hardcastle. I like that. <laughs> Look at that. See, NXT knows what they're doing. You know who LA Knight's facing in his first match? August yeah, Gray, pretty much. He's a guy on 205 Live. Yeah, it, Meanwhile, you go on Raw, ricochet jobbing. <laughs> ricochet jobbing is like, you could have. United States champion. You could have picked yeah, like anybody United off States 205. Champion. You could have picked a local guy. What the hell? You teleport? Oh, okay. Lights went out. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> I, I, uh, sorry about that, guys. I challenged my inner Undertaker there for a second. I just <laughs> sorry about that. I ever went to a whole another damn dimension. I was like, what the fuck? <laughs> <laughs> this right, motherfucker right, said I'm, I'm gonna do a silhouette challenge. <laughs> yes, I'm gonna do a silhouette challenge. <laughs> Christ. So, but uh, NXT doing it right as usual. Well, I was, I was, eh, I might as well, well, I'll talk about it since I'm watching it right now. Um. It opened with Finn cutting a promo. Cross came out and pretty much they cut promos on each other talking about TakeOver and then Lorcan and Birch came out and they talked shit to Finn about how Pete Dunn can beat him. Then Scarlett, you know, she came out. Well, she was already there, but Scarlett was over there talking mess and she pretty much got Lorcan and Birch to put their titles on the line tonight <laughs> against Finn and Cross. So, oh, no. <laughs> I'm like, that does all right. So that's that's tonight's main event. Bronson Reed over here just ripping LA Knight's jacket, which is just all kinds of offensive. That that was a nice jacket that man had once. And then he stepped on it. Bastard. Right. And so NXT's starting off pretty good then. And Brizango and uh well, Devlin came back. He cut a pretty good promo. Devlin cuts fire promos. They had a nice little deal, him and uh Escobar. Escobar was like, the reason I got this title because everyone forgot you had the title. I said, you know what? You kind of right. Yeah. I didn't forget, but I know a lot of people probably did when the pandemic hit. So, and then Devlin uh, headbutted that boy, hit him with that Devlin side back suplex, and Escobar even got some uh, got a blood pack in the mouth. So they're really selling that. 
Escobar for the win, though. I mean, like I said, if Devlin loses, he needs to get put in that Heritage Cup title picture. Yeah. Well, right, right. They or or if Escobar loses, he needs to start going for the North American title. Whoever loses that match, they need to go up in their respective shows. Who knows? Shoot, they may just try and keep Devlin stateside. I don't know. Mm. That's always a plan. Starting to see an influx of a uh, of more talent. You know, Pete, he's doing well. Walter's done well the couple of times he's come over to do stuff. Now he's beating the dog shit out of Champa. And uh, Walter's back. They did a promo package, a little video thing for uh, the newest Japanese female they signed, Sari, but they're calling her Sare. And I'm like, I'm fine with that. Never heard of her. She was in she was in Mako Sonomura's uh, promotion, Sendai Girls. You see, that's the difference between AEW and then NXT's, like, Japanese women's rosters. <laughs> like, NXT will get them from, like, I guess, I don't want to say legit, but I'm going to say legit. Like, legit female wrestling promotions like Sendai Girls or Stardom. Mm-hmm. Meanwhile, like, AEW gets them from, what's it called? Tokyo Joshi? Or whatever, what were they called? Joshi Princess or something like that? Tokyo Handjobs, I don't know. I, I, don't, I don't think that's it, but what like Joshi Princess, something like that. And they have a couple of girls I like, like Yuka Sakazaki, I think she's cool. And there's like one other chick I saw a video on, she's fine. Uh, I like but, Sheeta, all right? Sheeta's fucking dope and Riho is dope. I don't know about Riho, Sheeta's cool, but nah, I don't know about Riho. Why, she's small, she can work? I don't know if she can work, she's small. She's okay. She Rika, is the, what do you think? You think she, you've seen her work before, right? He don't remember. Look at him. Look at that nigga yeah. face. <laughs> I, don't, I, don't, I don't watch AEW, so I don't know. Uh, okay. I can tell you whether, you know, EO or Oscar, you know. <laughs> well, those are the ones that matter. Those are the ones that matter anyway. I, I can't tell you anything about, I mean, out of, out of um, EO, Mako and Oscar. I, I like Mako a lot more. She's she's very old school. Yeah. Mako lays her shit in. Not yeah. that Oscar definitely not that Oscar don't after uh Monday. But <laughs> Yeah, raw man. That was like the I, I actually finally watched Raw. I only I like I, I said before we recorded, I watched up until Oscar came back and then I turned it off. Uh-oh. I wasn't uh <laughs> I mean it wasn't bad. I was just like that was literally the only reason I was tuning in. I'm like, I just want to see Oscar come back. And then she came back um what what was it? Before I think she came back before I think it was like an hour or two in she came back and then I was like, All right, that's enough raw because that I didn't care about anything else. I mean leading up to it was fine. The conversation with Lashley and uh Drew was good. Yeah and Miz was there. And Drew Miz called Lashley called Lashley a big bald bitch. bitch. You big bald bitch. Yeah, that was whoa, great. Well, first off, just because um, just because Bobby Lashley possesses the level of confidence that Drew lacks. I have you know, it takes ultra instinct level of confidence to walk around with a bald head. Just because Drew lacks that confidence doesn't give him the right to insult Bobby Lashley the way he did. No, hell no. <laughs> he got that milk nut ass Barry Bonds ass head. Like, <laughs> you know, y'all leave that man alone, right? He is out here doing his thing. He's doing the Lord's work, okay? He is holding the WWE Championship on one of the worst TV shows on a weekly basis. That man is doing the Lord's work, okay? He has saved Raw, all right? 
Okay. He's saying wrong. I was gonna actually agree with you. I think the hurt business is the best thing that happened to Raw. Okay, all right, we good. We all good time. I don't have to drive to Alamogordo, New Mexico, and look somebody back. Okay. <laughs> you don't want to drive over here. You might get like a meth infection or something. Oh God. Well, speaking of Cedric <laughs> and Shelton, they lost the tag titles. On Monday, what? Yeah, they lost it to the New Day. The New lost Day it to New Day. Eleven time tag team champions. Uh, because New Day are going to feud with AJ Styles and Omos for the I tag titles. Omos. Is it Omos, 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 Ovaltine, the, huge the nigga. Big, I don't know. Yeah, <laughs> the, guy, the, the big black guy behind <laughs> AJ Styles. Like he is gonna be in a tag team match. That's gonna be his first match officially. At WrestleMania, that sounds so familiar, doesn't it? I, I'm just thinking, like, man, like, look. Before I say anything else, there's nothing wrong with being in a tag team match against the New Day at WrestleMania. Let me, let me just get that out of the way. I'm just thinking, like, it's a four. Raw is in a four state fight. Like, just think about it. AJ's been on Raw since what October? I think so. That was in the last draft. And y'all haven't built anyone up for him to go up against at WrestleMania in a, on a three-hour show. Well, they stuck him with almost like they stuck him with almost like almost immediately. Yeah, I, I mean, no, I'm was... just thinking. I'm just thinking. He's one of the big stars in the company, right? I would think you put him in a one-on-one match with somebody. I mean, shit. I was the way he was talking about fighting Triple H. I was actually excited about that. Like, you know, Triple H versus AJ that could work, but I guess Triple H is like, nah. I don't know. And then the whole, I still don't know how they linked up because before you saw almost he was the freaking door guard for damn he was the bouncer for damn raw underground then yeah then raw underground got shut down and <laughs> then like a couple weeks later he was with aj and i'm like how did this happen yeah granted i liked there it better was... when he didn't talk not because he can't talk but i i just like the visual this... better of him talking like aj would just right. talk all this shit and then almost would just be outside just being yeah. big and black not saying nothing <laughs> but he talks he doesn't talk a lot but you know he talks now and he gets a bit more involved in aj's matches and you know obviously they're doing the diesel sean thing with him you know you know as soon as they signed almost vince was like "Ooh, hopefully he don't turn out to be a giant gonzalez in the ring uh, One of the great <laughs> Watch, bro. He's, right. gonna, he's gonna come out uh, with a drop kick first move. Okay, he, he he don't know. He don't need to be doing. He gonna kill anybody. He drop kick. Yeah, exactly. Every drop point. kick is gonna go into like the fifteenth row. Facts. <laughs> <laughs> but so no, that's the official match for WrestleMania. It's almost an AJ versus the New Day for the tag team titles. And you know how Vince that. likes to do. Brand new tag teams always beat established tag teams. I mean, never I would, fa- never fails. I would I would put the hurt business back in there just to like just in case do fall short in some places. You know, right? Yeah, they might they might do some with yeah. them. I don't know. They, they might put them in a triple threat. Yeah. Yeah, I, I'd rather see that than a tag <laughs> You know, Vince Bobby got that WWE title and he was like, "Fuck the rest of you guys." It's all about Bobby. <laughs> I'm, just, I'm just like, there was really no need for a title change. So no. Nope. No. Not at all. What else happened before Oscar happened? showed up? I'm thinking about what the hell else happened before Oscar showed up. Like, <laughs> I watched one the condensed version, bro. So um, I don't think everything was in order. They, pro- they do, yeah, they do do that on the Hulu version. Not only do they cut stuff out, they also mix shit around. And I'm like, mm-hmm. 
why? Yeah. Like, if you yeah, gotta I'm cut 100%. stuff out, that's fine, but why are you also mixing shit around? Yeah. I'm 100% positive I did not see a Matt Riddle versus Ali for the US title match. No, that happened oh. That happened after Asuka came back, so I didn't even watch that match. I know Ali didn't win, because I would have been hearing about it if he did. Yeah. No. Mm. He needs to win. Mustafa deserves better. That whole group deserves they, better. Well, they just should just do a little back and forth between him and Riddle. Why not? They, they should just do a whole, they should just do a thing where Retribution rips off their masks and stops being called by their stupid Retribution no, names. Slapjack, T-God, come on. Robert, he's T-Bar, not T-God. I call him T-God, but... He's T-God. <laughs> He's T God on Twitter, but he's T Bar in the like these. Those names. are those are like rest, wrestler names, brother. Slapjack. What wrestler is named Slapjack besides Slapjack? <laughs> There's probably some wrestler in the '80s named Slapjack. Okay, shut the. F- <laughs> <laughs> shut up! Just shut, stop, talk, stop talking. <laughs> that silence was the two of us collectively going, what the fuck? The hell is you talking about? Slapjack, I think it's a great name if he's just taking bumps and getting beat up all the time. Look, if his name was Shane Slapjack Thorne, I'd be fine with that. But no, his name is just Slapjack. <laughs> Dominic T-Bar Dijakovic, I can work with that. Uh, damn. Nah, you gotta take that out. She's just yeah, need to be me and Take that reckoning out. That don't, that don't flow. Dio Mace Madden, that'll work. That alliteration Dio at the end. Mace. Okay. That'll work. Dio Mace Madden. But, like, now they got them horrible fucking masks. <laughs> Those masks are god <laughs> Okay, the mask, that's, that's a good, okay, that's fine. That, like, Shane, like Shane Thorne's mask, like, it's literally made out of foam. <laughs> just, yeah, and it looks like some shit I did in the fourth grade. Like, man, really do. And freaking Dijakovic got on a damn mad mask mask on. <laughs> Like he better go fight in the right. well, he is fighting in the Thunderdome. That's what they call the shit. So he fits, you know I guess. I was watching a little bit of Triple H and Batista's match from WrestleMania 35. I oh, think okay. I think T Bar is wearing the mask that Triple H is wearing in the Titan Drop video. That's what it looks like. <laughs> it just gave it to I, a Triple was like, here, take it. Yeah, I, I think so. I mean I'm passing the torch. This gave through a sword, so I, I wouldn't put it past him. Yeah. Well, I, I agree with you guys. The masks are horrible, but I don't think the names are as bad. Names are god-awful, and you know it. The names sound like something you hear in the South Texas prison. Slapjack. Yeah. Slapjack. T-Bar. <laughs> Reckoning. Mace. Like, it's like a freak. It's a damn <laughs> biker know, gang. It's a biker okay. gang from the 1980s. <laughs> the, the Mace one is pretty... Why, why Mace? I don't understand oh, Mace. No, man. Look. If I got shot by a dude named Slapjack, I'm gonna have to ask you have another shot of life. I need a, I need a do-over. I can't go, I can't go out like this. Slapjack. I forgot what Mercedes Martinez's name is, and if she has her way, no one will remember what her name is sure, when she, she was part of that group. She wasn't relevant in the group, right? No, nah, she got no, nah, she was smart. She saw that she was gonna be <laughs> terrible and she said, nah, can I go back to NXT? I'm not with this. And they said, okay. <laughs> Dude, they had something as soon as Ali joined. As soon as Ali joined, they had something, and then they just became another group. Literally the next week. Yeah, the only reason they there was because he can talk. Like that was the reason they threw him in there, and then oh, just didn't let him talk. Can you imagine cooking if he does talent the way he does? Just imagine like cooking this motherfucker food. Like, hey, I want my steak, meat, and bread. 
Alright, here's medium rare. It's not rare, it's ten of that. Then they got what else happened? They got Johnny Ace is back doing talent relations. Yeah, what's yeah. up with that? Who the fuck? Who, who was doing it before him? Before he came back? Uh, Triple H. They put him more with NXT, and I think Mark Carano took over after that, and some other guy. I can't remember his name. And then now we're stuck with fucking Johnny Ace again. Oh, well, you know what that means? More Time bikini. To start drinking. More bikini models. <laughs> bikini model era is back. Well, at least the bikini models nowadays, at least they do, like, CrossFit or something lame. I mean, Triple H, when he stepped in, he actually, like, revamped the whole program. Like, he uh, moved them out of that warehouse in Tampa, got the performance center, got them training in there, revamped NXT, just uh, fired a couple head trainers, put some new people in place. Got rid of Bill DeMont later. Yeah. Yeah. (laughs) I think about that sometimes, like, man, how many, like, how much talent could WWE have still had? If Bill DeMott wasn't there, yeah, like they, they likely would have had Kenny, they would have had Eva Lise. Oh, god, <laughs> well, who knows? Maybe if they had Joey Ryan, he wouldn't be doing all the fuck shit he was doing, <laughs> they would be keeping an eye on his ass. <laughs> Joe, Joey Ryan, the predator, I don't Bruh, like that guy. I still, well, you shouldn't. Uh, I, s- like that guy. I still can't believe that what was it an indie show they had him show up at it was supposed to be like some women's show I'm like why the fuck what that's like having <laughs> that's like having R. Kelly take your daughter to prom like <laughs> that didn't make no sense why would you do that like, like, I'm Jimmy like, Ryan yeah. like, R. Kelly take your child to Chuck E. Cheese that shit should not make no sense but <laughs> like hell nah it what I watched AEW Dark Elevation. Okay, how did that go? <laughs> I don't see the difference between that and regular Dark, aside from the fact that Paul White is on commentary. He's not bad on commentary. He's fine. I only watched a few of the matches because that mess felt like dang Dark. You know, on YouTube they advertise Dark. They're like 14 matches. Who's gonna watch 14 fucking matches? On AEW Dark, eleven matches anymore. It's a fourteen match card. The one they announced for Dark, the recent Dark, not Dark Elevation, just regular Dark. It was fourteen matches, and I bet you none of them were squash matches. They probably went at least ten minutes each. Because hey, I watched a Dark episode recently. Remember, so they have the they'll have a jobber match, but they'll have the jobber do some moves too. So it'll be like a legit 12, 13 minute match of them going back and forth. It's like, I was watching it going, why are they going back and forth to the jobber? This is stupid. Cause they always do that because everybody's got to show what they got. I'm like, y'all know that. Nobody cares about this guy, right? Yeah, nobody cares about some random dude that it's just, no one gives a shit about him. Uh, The first match was Jungle Boy versus Danny Limelight. Well, was that good? Jungle Boy was in it. Yeah, it was all right. Danny Limelight did too much for a guy that's like not on TV. But Jungle Boy won that one. Uh, I was just looking at rent. I was looking at random things in there. There was a Miro match. We'll get to him. I skipped that shit. Wasn't watching that. It was Miro and Kip versus some tag team I didn't care about. I got some words for Kip and Miro. We'll get to them in a second. I what was it? Uh, Powerhouse Hobbs had a had a interview because he was facing what's the fuck? Brandon Cutler. He was facing Brandon Cutler. 
He was like, that's that bullshit. That's that bullshit, uh, Marvez. I'm like, yes, we get it. Y'all can say bullshit on YouTube, even though you shouldn't be able to. Y'all should get demonetized for that. YouTube is weird. But I don't know him and Hook. I don't know what purpose Hook serves. Taz's son. Yeah, his son. Yeah. What does he do? Serve no purpose. That's what he does. He just, <laughs> that's, that's all he does. He serves no purpose. Like, he's just out there. And th- how Hook was introduced was the weirdest, dumbest thing ever because how hook was introduced was when team taz was feuding with cody mm-hmm. and i got mad months ago when taz put the taz mission on cody and i'm pretty sure it was you robert that said no oh, it's cool because you know he's a ecw legend and i'm like he's never gonna yeah. get his comeuppance i'm like he's never gonna get his comeuppance why the fuck would taz put a taz mission on cody if cody is literally never gonna get his hands on him because taz can't wrestle anymore why can't he wrestle no more you know what why is Taz commentating in the first place? Because he oh, fucked yeah. up. Because he fucked up everywhere. Yeah. <laughs> That's why Taz ain't wrestling no more. So why would you have him put a damn Taz mission on Cody if you know Cody is literally never gonna get his hands on him? It's like Linda McMahon smacking freaking Roman Reigns. He's never gonna do anything to her. I don't know. Linda might take a bump. <laughs> nah, nah, she couldn't do that. She could do that. <laughs> she could do the worst Let's not let's not have Linda do any physical contact. Like uh uh-uh. no, I was like, God. no. I was like for years I was like, man, you've let's... done everybody in the family except me. And then I found out why. Like, Alright, don't do that shit. Uh uh-uh. uh. Like so, oh what was the same? Listen, oh yeah, the I, thing with I, Hook. I defend it because it's like a simple simple what? It's a simple thing to do, Marcel. That's the reason why I like oh, the transmission. That's I'm defending it, right? It was still cool. No, it wasn't. If it was Cage or Starks doing it on Cody, I got you. Okay, that oh no, that would be even cooler. That that's it. If it was one of them, someone who Cody could actually get his hands on. Yeah, I got you. You can actually build a match if you want a pay per view and get a number out of it. But okay, ta- ready for no damn match. But Taz doing it, it makes no sense. Like, I, I mean, if it was me doing it, I would have had Stark do the Taz mission on him. And then you can do Stark versus Cody on a pay per view. You know, or something. Guy. Yeah, like, you don't have the guy who can't wrestle anymore. Put the guy who can't wrestle. Right. Did Starks ever fight Cody? Had they fought yet? Yeah, they had a match. Starks' first match in AEW was against Cody. And Cody yeah, had the TNT title. Fucking pay per view. That was when Cody was doing that open challenge for TNT title. Oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Every but week, he said, "I'm, I'm gonna do a yeah. weekly challenge." Until he stopped doing a weekly challenge, like three weeks in, didn't he get the dog shit beat out of him by Brody Lee in like a minute? And then he went to do his TV show. Then he came back with black hair, and then he beat Brody Lee, and then in a dog collar match that had no build, and then he dyed his hair blonde <laughs> again. The also, he a young Triple H, you know. Did he come back with that? Did he come back with that stupid ass neck tattoo, or did he already have that? I think he already had that. No, he came back. What is that? Neck tattoo. That neck tattoo looks like something I used to get from the uh, tattoo machine at Walmart. Those little things you have to lick. You really do. I'm like, bro, the tattoo design is cool, but that's not a neck tattoo design. That's like an upper arm, shoulder tattoo. Maybe chest. Maybe a chest tattoo. I could see. But like on your neck. Hell no. Like, ugh, why, why would you do that? I just imagine Brandy was like, you really gonna do that? She don't sleep on that side of the bed, so she doesn't okay. have to see it. She was like, okay, if that's what you want to do. Don't say I didn't tell like you nothing. Like, don't say I didn't tell you nothing. You get tired of looking at it when you 80. 
what else? Uh, Max Caster faced Dante Martin. There we go. Two halves of a tag team face each other without their tag team partners around. That was weird. <laughs> I'm like, y'all both in the tag team, but y'all partners aren't in y'all corners. That that was just weird to me. Uh, <laughs> it, it, like Max Max Caster, he uh, he's he's all right in the ring. He does the whole rap to the ring gimmick like John Cena used to do. Okay. Except, except Max cool. Caster might have actually he might have better bars than John Cena. He had a couple good bars. He did one thing in the match I didn't like. He had Martin down and he was about to do the double. He was about to do the knee, like you know, drop the knee on him. But Martin moved, rolled out the way, and then Caster didn't really sell his knees. He kind of just dropped the knees, boom, then just like got up. I'm like, sell the knees. Let me man. guess, and did like three different spots. Well, no, because. Because Martin, like, what, what did he do? Did he clothesline him three times? I think he clotheslined him three times after that. But I was like, sell the knees, man. You just drop both your knees on the mat, like flat. <laughs> sell that shit, at least for a couple seconds. Don't just nah, drop. Don't no just drop to sells. the knees. Don't drop to the knees and then pop up to your feet <laughs> like right after. That's literally what happened. Yeah, Martin was selling his arm that. though. Like Mar Martin was on his feet though. I mean, not on his feet. Damn it, you fucking me up. <laughs> Martin was selling his arm. There we go. Cause he had the uh because he was getting his arm worked on during the match so he was selling that there was an abysmal kenny segment like oh it was terrible it started with uh the side Dell brothers beat some no-name tag team no one gives a fuck about them oh i also watched diamante have a match against i watched the i watched pretty much almost all the female matches at big swoles uh diamante oh, beat diamante beat some chick abaddon beat some girl named raylin abaddon's not that great and uh what was the other, what was the third one i think they had like a third female well no the main event the main event almost that was the main event but okay so the side brothers beat some underneath tag team right then they were getting interviewed by marvez and then kenny showed up like kenny showed up and he was talking about uh what the fuck was he talking some nonsense talking about uh, i'm the champion blah 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 blah, blah the rankings and Matt Sidell was like I'm gonna climb up the rankings and I'm gonna beat you and then Kenny was like rankings what rankings you mean Tony Khan's rankings those don't matter glad you said it. only rankings that matter are mine and then uh Nakazawa <laughs> was with him obviously and Don Callis was just back there just standing around looking unimportant he was like show him the top five Nakazawa so and then he was like directly looking into the camera too at the same time I'm like stop looking at me what? <laughs> so I'm like, stop looking directly into the camera. You're talking to Matt Seidel. Talk to Matt Seidel, you fool. But uh, that also led into something in Dynamite real quick. Like when he and Callus were taunting Kingston or whatever, when Kingston came out. And then Kingston, you know, Kingston was being serious because Kingston knows what to do. And Kenny was like, oh, he doesn't break character at all. I'm like, why the fuck would you say that? Like, he said that on TV? Yes. He also told Don to 69 him. <laughs> yeah, like, Seth is a way better heel than Kingston. Yeah, because he, he told Don to 69 him because they told Kingston, they said, you got 10 seconds to get out of the ring before we kick your ass. That's what Don Callis said. So they did the countdown, right? Like the whole, like from the exploding ring match that didn't explode. <laughs> and then they were like making fun of Kingston for how he covered Moxley. And he was like, 69 me, Don. I'm like, Jesus fuck, Kenny. Every week you make it harder to defend you. <laughs> yeah, it's getting harder to defend Kenny. But back to, back to this horrible dark elevation segment. Uh, Matt Seidel looked at the computer and 
the top five were all Nakazawa. So Kenny said, all right, if you beat Nakazawa tonight, even though you just had a match, I'll give you a match against me. And if you beat me, I'll give you a title match. And Seidel was like, all right, cool. Ari beat Nakazawa. So they had this match. It was mercifully short. Seidel won. And then Kenny came out and beat him up, hit him with the one-winged angel. And then the ref did like a fast count. He didn't care. Well, he cared, but he was like, Kenny, what are you doing? Blah, 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 blah. He did like kind of a fast count. So Kenny pinned Seidel. Then Tony Khan, came out with the least intimidating voice ever. No, Kenny, that's BS. You don't make the matches. I make the matches. I'm like, you sound like, that's exactly how we sounded. He was like, you don't make the matches. I make the matches. You want to back down a gentleman's agreement once. So you're on Dynamite. You're going to face Seidel on Dynamite in in nine days. And Bob, I was like, bruh, you don't sound intimidating at all. Like, you don't sound like an authority figure at all. You sound like a fan whining online. That's literally what you sound like right now. (laughs) That's what he sounded like. Like, he has, like, no... He has no bass in his voice when he yells, make Vicky the GM. (laughs) Make someone, yeah. Make Vicky the GM. She has some bass in her voice. Like, Vicky will get you to, you know, Vicky sounds, well, not intimidating, but Vicky sounds like an authority figure at least. Hell, I take Brandy over him right now. I'm like, just... Like, bro, just get, get off my get off my TV. Get off my t- and then he was like, he was like, that's BS, Kenny. It's BS. I'm like, play Matt Sydal's music. Like, <laughs> he said, play Matt Sydal's music, and he walked off. And then Matt Sydal's music started playing. And I was like, what the fuck is this? Horrible, horrible segment. It's like watching dynamite. It's like watching dynamite all over again. <laughs> Poor guys, and, and people think they're actually doing good. Well, they're making money. They're making money somehow, so. They're not making enough money to make it any worth talk, though. Man, they're making enough money to apparently pay dudes on the indies five times what they're actually worth. Well, they don't deserve it. You're giving dudes like Joey Janela five and six-figure contracts, and it's like, what the (laughs) fuck? Why, though? Just so you can buy more beer and hang out at more parties. Buy fucking White Claws and shit, like. That's the last thing we need is more people drinking White Claw. <laughs> people, if you're listening to this right now, and if you drink White Claw, I hate you. Don't Damn. drink White Claw. Damn. Well, speaking of people enjoying White Claw, uh, Riho and Maki Ito was the main event. I like Ito's entrance or singing or whatever. That was fun. Yeah, Ito. She's That's her last match show in AEW though, right? I don't know. I have no idea. Uh, but Riho won. So there you go. But speaking of people that, speaking of, yeah, and it was a great, I'm, I won't watch this the second episode. <laughs> speaking of, well, that's uh, what I will. You do that. Speaking of people <laughs> that drink White Claw, uh, Jim Cornette was trending on Twitter this yes. week. For 24 hours. For some comments that he had about one miss. Penelope Ford and Miro and Kip Sabian, mostly Penelope, uh, that he said on his podcast. Now, what he had said, I didn't think was like that bad for the most part. But he was talking about their gimmicks, really, that pretty much that Kip Sabian looks like a middle schooler and Penelope looks like his slutty girlfriend. No, I mean, but it's true, right? Like, how is that? A, I mean, 
Kids so, Damien and Phil Phil Report, if you get offended, do something about it. You know so I mean? people, well, like, they did. They got mad on Twitter. Kip got mad on Twitch, talking about he hopes, like he is just waiting for Jim Cornette to die and he'll celebrate. I'm like, you really twisted over this. I mean, I get that you're a woman, but you know, Jim Cornette's opinion shouldn't matter. I mean, have you seen his wife? But anyway, so, and then Miro was just talking cash money nonsense about you know, Jim Cornette, you call Penelope slut one more time, I'll come over to your house and whatever he said he was going to do, beat him up. And Cornette pretty much said no one's He's like, bro, you come over here, you will get this hot lead. Yeah, <laughs> I, I, was thinking, I was thinking about the long-standing story of um, him threatening to shoot Brock Lesnar for taking liberties with somebody in the ring. And I'm like, man, this man threatening to shoot Brock Lesnar, I'm pretty sure he's not trembling about Nah, but I said on Instagram, Cornette had some bars used about Penelope before because I guess she said something about him on Twitter. He responded one yeah, time. Yeah, Well, he no, said, he called him a chuck. He called him a. She called him a chuck on Twitter. A what? More or less, a chuck, like a, a cuck. Oh, okay, okay. Cuck. All right. I don't. I don't watch that porn section on Pornhub, so I don't know nothing about it. Shut the hell. I just figured. I just figured since cuck basically sounds like fuck, just with a C, I just figured that's how it's pronounced. Like this. Ah. <laughs> well, he said these are all the legends that he said. He's Cornette said I never said that if Penelope pit stop, because that's what he calls Penelope pit stop, which is something else they got mad at because I because they don't watch Racky Races. So they didn't know that Penelope pit stop was a character. I guess they thought it was another word for slut. Not Well, I mean, <laughs> it could pass for it, but it, it could, it. but that's not what he was using it for. Well, but that's Cor- because they're not educated in cartoons. That's not his fault, Cornet- <laughs> fault you know? Cornette said, <laughs> Cornette said, I never said that if Penelope Pitstop had as many dicks stick- stuck out of her, she's had stuck in her, she'd look like a porcupine. <laughs> he said, I never said Penelope Pitstop has more dicks in her than a urinal at Madison Square Garden. <laughs> if she and Kip had a kid, his name would be Target because everyone's had a shot at it. <laughs> What's the difference between Penelope and a rooster? A rooster says cock-a-doodle-doo. Penelope says any cock will do. <laughs> what, like, what does Penelope say after sex? Are you guys on the same team? <laughs> and then he said his last one, when she has sex with a vibrator, she tipped her, she chipped her teeth. <laughs> I said, damn, man, you didn't have to go that hard on her. Jesus Christ. I don't know the girl personally, so I can, I'm not saying in any way that she's a slut. I don't know her. I don't care about her sex life, but right. she called her, she called, he called her a character slutty, not her a slut. Does that make sense? Yeah, like, that's yeah, yeah, yeah. That's pretty, yeah, that's pretty much what he said. If he's calling, he's calling her character a slut, then she's doing her job right, because that's what you want. I mean, at least uh, that's what I would think. Unless her character yeah. isn't a slut, then I don't her know what character, a character. I don't know what a character is. Well, the gimmick honestly. is like they're sleazy. I wouldn't say slutty. I would say like sleazy. Like I guess so. I mean, Kip Sabian looks like like they greasy, said they were like. It's like a greasy middle schooler. He really do yeah, like a little middle schooler. That, that was gonna be my question. Like, what character does she betray on TV? Kip's girlfriend slash yeah, that's wife. It. Like, I don't know. Like, she really. And they're, and they're supposed to be like rock, rocky, edgy, sleazy characters. That's just what they. I mean, her character with Janella was like the bad girl, I guess, because he was the bad boy when she was with Joey Janella, because they used to date, and then they broke up. And she started dating Kip, so. 
I don't know, man. I think they're all soft. Even Miro. I mean, I get what Miro was trying to do. He was trying to defend, the, I guess, friends. But... I'm like, look, Miro, just make sure he not talk about yo hotter wife. <laughs> like... I'm pretty sure Jim Cornette masturbates to his wife. So, I mean, I'm pretty sure Jim Cornette would not say a word about one. I don't know. I don't speculate on all that. <laughs> that ain't my lane, bucko. All I know is that this feud was hilarious and Cornette didn't give two shits about it because why would he? Right, yeah. And speaking of feuds on Twitter, your boy got problems too. You know who? Chris Jericho. Oh, God. What do you say now? This man gonna go on there. He was watching the Grammys and he was like, Really, Grammys? You're not gonna have a tribute for Eddie Van Halen on your show? And then he said, He said, Don't ever, he said, Don't ever think about nominating my band for an award i'm like Nick, no. no one's gonna nominate Fozzie for a grammy like hey, i'm man, sorry one can, one can dream right robert how long has that band been around since i was a kid what year was that 2002 or 2003 when they formed 2001 jesus 2000. christ you i don't think it was okay. 2000 was it 2000 it had yeah, like somewhere around it. i thought it was like 2002 when he formed that band no yeah, that was by they had Concert. Yeah, a couple of concerts on the wall with them back in those days. I mean, I was on the toilet for all of them, so I, I okay. Oh, oh, <laughs> oh, oh, see. oh shit, it was formed in oh, it was formed in '99. Oh, wow, I thought it was 2000. Well, I just remember in 2002 that was their second album, so happenstance. So, this band's been around for 20 plus years. If it ain't happening that if it wasn't happening then, it ain't happening now. Yeah, this man was talking about hashtag fuck the Grammys, hashtag Grammys. But no, that's not even the funny part, right? You know what the funniest part of that whole thing was? Him going on that mini Twitter rant? The Grammys did an Eddie Van Halen tribute. <laughs> like it wasn't like it wasn't like a five minute whole thing about his life story, but they had like one, what was it? One of his guitars or something like that on the stage. And then like they played one of his licks, like one of his famous guitar licks or something. So they had a tribute. So I guess Jericho went to the bathroom during that. <laughs> it didn't see it. I heard it was really short though, and I think maybe that's why he was complaining about. No, he like, said there was no tribute. He didn't say it was a short one. He said there was none. Huh. So like I said, he must have went to the bathroom or something. No, nah, he must be drinking vodka or the bubbly. He the also bubbly. he also got roasted on Twitter via the AEW page. Oh no, what did they say? They said they have a contest going on where you can like go backstage at a dynamite and hang out with Jericho or whatever. Uh-huh. And a bunch of people were like, nah, I don't want to catch COVID. <laughs> <laughs> so I was like, if I meet him, will he wear a mask? <laughs> like, will he have to wear a mask? <laughs> Is he going to sanitize himself? So it was like, nah, I don't hang out with Trump supporters. <laughs> <laughs> like, I'm, I'm still stuck. I'm still stuck on the part where you like don't ever nominate us for any for any Grammys. I'm like, you ain't gotta worry. You know, <laughs> like, you don't even, you're not like even the closest thing to a good singer. So why would you even get nominated? <laughs> oh, that boy Brian last at a bar though. He was talking about. I'm sure Chris Rock, John Mulaney, and Steve Martin are all sighing with relief that they don't have to compete with Jericho for best comedy album. <laughs> <laughs> That's oh, it's just, it's just so fucked up. <laughs> but true, I'm like, bro, who was out here being like, oh, they didn't nominate Fozzie for a Grammy? I don't know. The Grammys are just weird to me. Yeah, they are. In the sense that, obviously, people care about the... It, the more the more entertaining thing about the Grammys each year, I find, 
is that it's not about who got nominated it's about who didn't get nominated and are saying fuck the grammys <laughs> that's that's mostly who it's about it's like i'm like it's more entertaining to say who's going to say fuck the grammys this year because they didn't get nominated weekend has legitimate beef because they were playing his songs like up and down the fucking radio all year and he didn't get nominated once that was wild wait he didn't get nominated for a grammy at all not at all i'm oh, like yeah, I... what's y'all criteria because that dude was like his like blinding like, lights and shit was getting played everywhere. everywhere yeah all up and down the station the grammys were like nah but we gonna throw the taylor swift in here damn it you gotta put my girl t swizzle Come on. Yeah, but what did she drop? Like, what? what did she, she did drop. She dropped an album last year. She dropped an album last year. It was yeah. that. Uh, it was a folk album. It sounded really good. Was it a folk album? It sounded pretty folky to me. Probably pop folk type shit. I'll listen to Swift. So I don't know. I listen to T Swizzle. That's my girl, T Swift. The Grammys. The Grammys say we gonna get a Grammy to Taylor by all costs. Because I think that's part of the reason why Kendrick didn't show up one year. Because I think Damn lost to one of her albums. No, he lost to Bruno. I think that's. Oh. That this, anything. Look, there's way worse people to lose to than Bruno, so I can't be mad at that. Yeah, I'm not mad at that. Oh, 24 Karat Magic? I heard that album was fire. I heard. I didn't listen to it. I heard some tracks, but, like, I, yeah, I heard I heard that album was pretty fire. Bruno don't make trash albums, though. I remember when Charlemagne, the god, said, oh, also, I don't know if I've said it on here, but I officially do not trust his opinion on music anymore. Why? Like, at all. That man said Blonde was trash, and I'm like, Frank Ocean's Blonde? was trash nah then joe budden also said and i'm like joe budden you got one song that i've heard of yeah <laughs> pump it up <laughs> i'm like yeah sure it was like blonde was trash i'm like oh okay so we just so so your opinion on music is officially dead okay <laughs> but he said uh i remember one time he said chris brown is not the type to make trash music i said Ooh. where <laughs> like Chris Brown done made plenty of trash music. <laughs> mm-hmm. like, the quality of his music went down after he was like, like, shoot. Yeah. You ask my yeah, cousin. You ask my cousin. The quality of his music went down literally after his second album. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> and that came out like 2006 or something. I don't. I don't know. I know the singles he used to release. Some shit used to bump. Now he releases stuff, and I'm like. And I like go crazy. That's about it. All these like but, sound, almost all these sound the same. Yeah, it's like, it's like okay, if I, if I, if y'all go make a beat for me, y'all make sure it's got to have finger snaps. And it's got to sound like a mustard beat too. Oh, he's got to have some A's in it. Yeah, it's got to have like that criteria. This beat I've heard mustard do was that song with Roddy Rich because it didn't have those annoying ass A's in it. Which one was that? Um, damn it, what was that song with Roddy Rich? Uh, I'm about to look it up. I got it on Spotify. Uh, that's that's a that's a history making moment. Anytime a mustard beat doesn't have an A. Ballin', yeah, ballin'. That's what it's called. Yeah, I think was on. Yeah, I think was on. Yeah, that's a mustard beat. Hmm. On mustard's album, I didn't know he dropped an album, but me either. The only producers who drop albums that I sometimes listen to are like Metro Boomin and sometimes DJ Khaled. I have a track or two on his stuff that I like. Literally, only has track or two. He not yeah. even he don't even make beats. <laughs> That's the worst part. <laughs> he don't even make beats on his own albums. I remember like I would just I would used to look at the track listings for some of DJ Khaled's old albums. I'm like, did he make any of these beats? And he'll make like two beats, right? 
mm. for songs, but they're never the singles. I'm like, yo, beats aren't even on the singles. <laughs> like, why are you? That's why he probably just said, man, fuck making beats. I'm just going to be on here. I'm just going to get a bunch of people. And then I think some of the shine came off Khaled when he pretty much made the same song twice off two albums with almost the same combination of people. That song he did with like Justin Bieber. That song he did with Justin Bieber, Chance, I think it was Quavo and Wayne. And then he made, then he pretty much made that exact same song the next year, but Chance wasn't on it. <laughs> it sounded slightly different. It was just the same combination of people, but Chance wasn't on it. Oh, Chance, how you falling off? Yeah. Uh, the only time he gets any attention now is when he's trying to defend Kanye. I love my wife. <laughs> I love my wife. The album, The Big Day. Jesus Christ. But yeah, I think we lost the plot a little bit. Yeah, Jericho, you're you're not getting the Grammy, buddy. I don't yeah. know what to tell you. And who knows? Maybe yeah. the universe, maybe the universe might fuck around and he will get nominated for a Grammy. Dude, I was just about to say he might because there's not that many rock bands nowadays. He just might win it just because he's the only rock band left. There's enough where he's not getting a Grammy nomination yeah. every year. <laughs> <laughs> So I just gave you a joke. That was great. Like, oh my god! Like, I'm a, I'm gonna look up. I'm gonna look it up real quick. Just, just who won? You know, Ricky and I are black, so we literally only care about the R&B and rap sections. Fair yeah. enough. Maybe yeah. album of the year if there's like a rap album part of that. So you guys, you guys don't pay attention to the country, like you just. Fuck no! I know. Nope. I know three country artists. No, I know more than three. That's a lie. Uh, yeah, the, you gotta know more than three. The only country song I have, there's only like two country songs I have on my Spotify, right? Tennessee Whiskey by Chris Stapleton, because that's a fucking, that's a banger. Hey, well, and yeah, Old Town Road. In Old Town Road. There's an argument going around saying Old Town Road isn't a country song. And yeah, I had there to was, slap somebody. That was a whole controversy with, I think it was Billboard that was like, it can't be on the country charts. I'm pretty I, sure uh, it's a country song. I, I'm like normally when it comes to country, I listen to George Strait, but that's about it. Because you from no. Texas. Because <laughs> you yeah, in Texas. <laughs> you get a pass for me, bro, because that's the only country artist people should listen to is George Strait. George Strait country isn't is it too goofy and it's not too country, I guess. It's like right in the middle. And it doesn't like. <laughs> yeah, his rating? Yeah, I don't feel like an idiot listening to his music. I feel like I'm oh. just an old man tell stories while music is being played that's all i'm listening to <laughs> i listen every time i listen to country music i have to drink record oh, of the year like, record of the year was everything i was everything i wanted by billy eilish that's a that's a pretty good song i ain't gonna lie uh album of the year of course was taylor swift's folklore I don't oh, think that was a. Damn. <laughs> that was the album of the like, year. Nah, for real, like they just give her shit. Like that fucker. Like it's every year she wins a Grammy, she's like, "Oh my gosh, I can't believe it." Taylor, quick cat. <laughs> showed up was because they told you were winning. <laughs> quick cat. Mm, my Next, uh, I love it. I mean, Roddy Rich was nominated for Song of the Year, didn't win, but he was nominated. What was Song of the Year then? Uh, I Can't Breathe by Her. What the fuck? Okay. I, I, I never I like heard her. of it. I like her. I never heard of it. I don't think so, at least. Who's her? Uh, female artist. She's pretty good. She like, best, new, uh, best new artist was Megan Thee Stallion. Okay. I mean, she was really talking to town last year, so that's that's one they got. Let me see. Let me. I mean, was talking about the stallion. Right. And she from Texas. Here we go, Robert. 
best rock. This is you, I guess. Best this rock is me. <laughs> best rock Best rock performance. Shamika by Fiona Apple. What? <laughs> that doesn't even sound rock and roll. That sounds like pop. I don't know. I hear I hear Fiona Apple's kind of dope. They also got Haim on here, but I would not call the Haim girls rock. I say as a person who doesn't regularly listen to rock. Best metal performance, Bum Rush by Body Count. Body that's Count? Uh, Ice T, yeah. yeah. Yes. They came back and made an album. I t- I'm I t- surprised. Well, they- this is a, it's a performance, so I guess it's just one song. Okay. Well, that's because they probably came back. I totally forgot he did. I totally forgot he made a rock band. <laughs> Fuck, I Yeah, no, it wasn't there. just a rock band. It was a heavy metal band. Body Count was pretty heavy. <laughs> it wasn't just like Nickelback and like Boo Fighters and shit. It was just like some, like, oh shit. It was, it was like Slayer. Nickelback that's, should not be classified as rock. It should be classified as shit. <laughs> hey, he's right. He's they, only have one, they only have one song, and that was uh, How You Remind Me. All the other songs are garbage. The only song you know, I you like know from... Best song is? You know what their best song is? Huh. The song from Spider-Man 1? Zero, zero, zero. The silence before you press play. <laughs> I was about to say the only song I like from them is that uh that one song they did way back in the day for the first Spider-Man movie. Oh, what was that song called? I think it was called Hero. Uh, uh, I didn't know, like I'm that song. To, I'm deaf to shit, so I, I probably didn't hear it. I like <laughs> Spider-Man one, but I don't remember hearing that song. I don't remember hearing that one either. So best rock That's song, "Stay High" by Britney Howard. Who? Okay, I've never. Robert, you're disappointing the fuck out of me right now. You're supposed to be the rock guy, and you can't give me nothing. Britney Howard? That doesn't even sound heavy metal either. Wait, it's rock. It's not heavy, heavy metal, metal, though. Like, I don't know. Oh, it doesn't even sound. Britney Howard doesn't sound rock and roll. Best rock album The New Abnormal by The Strokes. Okay, that makes sense. The Strokes are pretty good. See, look at this. She won Best Rock Album, but she also won. <laughs> she won Best Rock Song, but also Best Alternative Music Album. Fiona Apple, fetch the bolt cutters. So no Apple, I'm gonna have to look this chick up. She doesn't. I hear, my cousin told me fetch the bolt cutters is a pretty good album, but I don't listen to it. But R and B. What's the criteria? Yeah, okay, R and B. I rather listen to this. Uh, best R and B performance. The rock roll. Surprise, surprise. Beyonce won with Black Boy. Parade. Okay. Yep. You know who else is nominated for best R and B? Britney Howard with Goathead. So I'm like, I'm like, does she so do rock or R and B, or does she do both? Yeah, see, oh god, I'm scared. She'd be Lightning and that's Thunder by problem. Janae Aiko. That, that's a, that's a good song, Lightning and Thunder. Uh, best R and B song, Better Than I Imagined by Robert Glasper. Okay, I, I, I can see that. Best progressive R and B album. I don't know what the fuck a progressive R and B album is, but all I know is that Thundercat won it. So, bro, progressive R and B. Dragon Ball Do Rag. Yeah, <laughs> that video was hilarious. <laughs> That's got Caliucci's in there in a bad wig. That mess is funny. Uh, Janae Iko got nominated for like three, four Grammys. Didn't win a one. <laughs> wow. <laughs> she was she was nominated for album of the year, best progressive R and B album. One of her songs is nominated for best R and B performance. She didn't win best. She wasn't nominated for best R and B album. That was John Legend won that with Bigger Love. I have to finish nice. this. Nice, go John Lennon. Legend. He almost said Lennon. <laughs> I know. Well, um, I'm white. I need to finish okay. this in there. Best rap performance, Savage by Megan Thee Stallion. Best melodic rap performance. They just, ma- they just yeah, make shit. They, I don't know. They just make shit up. 
there's some shit they made up so Travis from Post Malone could get a Grammy one year, I swear. But anyway, Lockdown by Anderson Pack. Of course, Drake was nominated for this. Laugh now, cry later. Best rap song, Savage. Sure. Best rap album. Uh, she was up against Rockstar by The Baby, uh, Laugh Now Cry Later by Drake, The Box by Roddy Rich, and The Bigger Picture by Lil Baby. Oh, uh, okay, sure. Best rap album, Nas, King's Disease. What? Yeah. After all these years, my nigga. <laughs> <laughs> he beat he beat Black Habits by D Smoke. I have no idea who that is. Alfredo by Freddie Gibbs, which was actually fairly solid. A written testimony by Jay Electronica, that album that took 15 fucking years to come out, and from what I heard was mostly disappointing. And Royce the Five Nines allegory. And Nas should have got a Grammy for Illmatic, but at least he got a Grammy for like a good album. King's Disease is really good. I really like King's Disease. <laughs> should have got a Grammy for Nasir. Yeah, I'm glad you guys told me to listen to the album when it came out. What, Nasir? Oh, you're talking about King's Disease? I'm like, <laughs> like, you mean Nasir? What the fuck? <laughs> Definitely yeah, not King's- Nasir. King's disease, King's disease was really good. I almost said King's disease. <laughs> yeah, I know King's disease was good. Bruh, Justin Bieber got a Best Country Duo Group Performance Grammy. The other is handing out Grammys for no reason. They didn't, that doesn't even deserve to be a award. What was it? Dan and Shay and Justin Bieber. Dan and Shay. <laughs> 10,000 hours. <sighs> but he didn't get no Grammy for Yummy. Hell no, he good. 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 <laughs> we shit on like every other we shit on everybody when it comes to gospel music uh, we got too much bounce in our gospel music like we, <laughs> we really do I mean, I'm telling you Robert, listen to like a fucking Fred Hammond song or a okay. Kirk Franklin song and you just like this ain't gospel like what is this <laughs> like you listen to old Kirk Franklin when he was sampling pretty much every big rap hit at the time to make gospel music and you just like Jesus Christ like Stomp was that jam like I'm, I'm a little disappointed in Kirk though like recently yeah he really instead of like cursing his son out on the phone i was expecting him to pull up to his house and stomp that was my song you can't say that about <laughs> shit but stomp was my song okay i'll say that hey, it was but it was fire i was expecting him to pull up on his son and be like bruh stomp you in the name of jesus you know what one hell nah you know what one best contemporary christian music album Nickelback. Luke's gospel album. Jesus is king. <laughs> what? God, you want a Grammy for that shit? I heard, I heard it was a good album if you take Kanye off that. <laughs> That's what I heard. It's oh, good if you take him out man. of the If you take him out, what the fuck? Yeah, if you take Kanye from it, it's actually a good gospel album, but when he starts doing whatever he's doing, it's, it's, it's like, bro, I've never said a gospel album was horrible before until you dropped that one, but... Like, yeah, it almost makes you feel guilty for saying it. Uh, Rick, Ricky Martin dropped an album last year? Yeah, he what? did. Yeah, Ricky Martin dropped an album. I heard about that. I mean, he lost He lost to the former 24-7 champion. But that was something that happened. That was something else that happened on Raw. Bad Bunny just gave the 24-7 title back to R-Truth. 
He was like, I respect you. So therefore, I'm gonna keep this title. I'm gonna keep this smoking skull replica title that you gave me, and I'm gonna give you the 24-7 title back. That's I'm like, pretty much what happened. I'm like, people were talking about his uh people were talking about his fit at the Grammys, and I'm like, he ain't got the 24-7 title. This whole fit trash. <laughs> he should have wore that title. to the Grammys. He should have came to the Grammys with that. He took it to SNL. That's, that's what the kids call bling bling. Just you know? Yeah, but Bad Bunny is officially the first ever WWE <laughs> first ever champion in WWE to win a Grammy. So take that, Chris Jericho. <laughs> Oh shit, he did. I just tweeted that. It's like, Jericho, how's it feel to know that Bad Bunny got a Grammy before you? Well, as a champion. It's actually good. (laughs) And then if you translate his lyrics, that fool got bars. Like, that whole Booker T song is fire. That's what I hear about Sean Paul. Like, if you actually, like, somewhat translate his lyrics from, like, Patois or whatever the fuck he's talking, he actually be having some bars. Sean Paul doesn't give a pass for me. His, all of his music sounds the same. Eat a dick. <laughs> like, we be burning in temperature and freak. I still listen to damn I'm Still In Love With You and uh, what was that shit called? Yeah, that dude. Gasolina? That dude, that dude was on another planet back in the day. Duty Rock had some shit. Duty Rock had some jams on it. Or yeah, Dutty Rock, not Duty Rock. You don't realize until after the fact, but man, dude was fire. He was on some shit back then. Oh yeah. Duddy Rock had some jams. Oh, I had that CD. I was bumping that shit all the time. Best American Root song. I don't know what that is. All these old Grammys don't give a shit about best folk album. No one gives a fuck about that. Reggae. See, I should know more about reggae, but I don't. Global music, which is pretty much any music that's not American. I love you. Children's music album. Spoken word. Tiffany Haddish won Best Comedy Album. Yeah, there's a comedy album section now. Yeah, they've been had that. I think Chris Rock won one year. Oh, no, I'm pretty sure Robert Al won one one year. You're right. So, Robert, you got a beef with Marvel? Yeah, I did. Yeah, uh, I was talking to Marcel about that. (laughs) Uh, I'm just tired of Marvel, man. That's what I'm... I'm just tired of it. You tired of of entertainment is what you're telling me. Uh, no, it's not saying it's bad. I'm just tired of it. It's just like too much. Too much what? Too much Marvel. I'm tired of seeing how many times I'm going to see the damn witch and the fucking Captain and Hulk and Thor. And well, blah, you're blah, 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 well, blah, you're blah. not going to see Captain America because Chris Evans isn't Captain America anymore. You're I'm literally not, not going to see Thor until Thor 4, which comes out like next year. Uh... Who knows when you're going to see Hulk again? Maybe when the She-Hulk show drops in like another year or two. My point is, it's time for DC to shine, and I think with this four-hour epic movie, it's not. You can't. You can't shine when you keep putting out shitty movies. (laughs) Yeah, but they have good comics still. I don't. And their comics are mid. I don't. I don't know how else to explain that to you, but DC has a good movie every like maybe three to four years, roughly. That's not even a lie. (laughs) Like it badly. like, if you think about it, the last good DC movie was what? Wonder Woman? The first Wonder Woman? Yeah. And then, yeah. And then, and then before that, it was what? The Dark Knight? Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> before Dark Knight, it was like, I guess maybe you could say Batman Begins. Before yeah, like- but before Batman Begins, it was like... Batman 1989, I think. Yeah, Jesus that was Christ, pretty much Batman 89. <laughs> yeah, that was that was good too. But I was like, DC is just I don't I don't know. I guess they don't have a Kevin Feige over there to me. Like 
Marvel actually, Marvel and Disney actually have a guy that oversees all that stuff. I don't think DC has the same thing, you know. They tried with Jeff Johns. Like, the problem was they tried to do too much too soon because they dropped Man of Steel, right? Which I haven't watched. I've heard from some people it's good. I've heard from some people it's trash. I didn't watch it because I knew from the trailers, I'm like, no, this ain't gonna be the Superman movie I'm trying to watch. And BVS proved my fears all but true because BVS was fucking trash. Oh, man. Batman vs. Superman was hot-ass garbage. Oh, man. And anyone that tries to tell you differently is a liar. Even the extended edition, which is like 30 minutes more of the movie, and the 30 minutes they cut makes the movie make sense, which I don't know how the fuck you decide that, but (laughs) WB do what they gonna do, so they cut that 30 minutes out and shit. But even I've heard from some people that watched that, my cousin watched it, he said, it's a better movie, but it's still not good. So, what? <laughs> that's like what he said. He said he said he said the extended edition makes BBS a better movie, but it's still not a good movie. So pretty much, so I think when he was saying that, I was thinking I'm like, okay, if the original BBS is a three, that means this added footage makes that shit like a four <laughs> or a four and a half. <laughs> but yes, BBS was some hot ass, and you could tell like you could tell from Man of Steel they were not trying to build a whole cinematic universe around this thing because that's what they did with bbs because originally i don't think i think originally man of steel 2 wasn't even going to have batman and wonder woman in it it was just going to be a sequel to man of steel then they were like oh we can make a cinematic universe off this shit i'm like nope you fucked it up you tried to do too much too soon my guy they fucking introduced the justice league in a goddamn jpeg (laughs) i'll never forget that shit this motherfucker batman looking at videos like this is goddamn tiktok of the rest of the Justice League. I'm like, what the shit? HBO Max got this shit front and center like it's some epic movie. Oh yeah, because the fans are crying about it. We want the Snyder Cut. I'm like, I want want the Snyder Cut, alright? Why do you want the Snyder Cut, Robert? He has made legit, he's made one good movie. You know what that movie was? What? 300. And 300 ain't even that great. That is the only good movie he's made. Watchmen? Ass. Circle Punch? Sexist ass. Freaking (laughs) BBS? Trash. Man of Steel, not great. The parts he did in Justice League also weren't that great. And you want a whole movie of that shit? I want all four hours. Yeah, you can watch that shit and give us a report because I damn sure ain't watching that bullshit. Oh, yeah. I'll have my vodka and popcorn ready. You know what I'm going to be doing? You see, be... you see, you already know it's trash because you got to get drunk to watch that shit. <laughs> <laughs> I'm getting drunk because it's four hours. I don't I don't think it should be trash. I already know. That's... No, the fuck I'm gonna be doing. I'm gonna be chilling, watching Winter Soldier, watching Falcon, and goddamn Winter Soldier. That's what the fuck I'm gonna be doing. Uh, oh, it does come out this week, huh? Yeah. You're just a hater. You're, You're just, just a hater. <laughs> I don't like good. I don't like good stuff. Because yo, a favorite. Oh no, I bet it'll be great. I bet they're gonna have Grammy, you know, Oscar nominations, and all that. Well, I don't know about all that, but pretty sure it'll be grim fantastic hate it you just hate you just just hating for no reason because this man before you came on this man said i think marvel is for kids and dc is for adults now that's you know what that told me right there this man didn't watch this man didn't watch any of the netflix shows that's exactly what the hell that told me you can't you can't watch daredevil season one and be like oh yeah this is for kids or the Punisher, or fucking Jessica Jones season one. You can't tell me you watch any of that oh, shit. It's like, oh yeah, yeah. that's for kids. Uh, well, Daredevil season two is the best one in my opinion. I uh, I still think Jessica Jones season one is probably the best out of the entire 
slate of shows with iron fist season one being the worst okay nobody says iron fist season one was some hot ass which upset me a little bit because iron fist could be so cool then they fucked him up in the first season second season was better though uh, but yeah robert so what's the reason for this uh for this trash ass opinion that you got i don't know man i just feel like they have better uh, in the comics i'm just saying in the comics i'm not basing it off the movies i just feel like you know a kid will go up to you and be like yo I love Iron Man more than they'll say, oh, I love Batman, you know Yeah, because I mean? the movies for Iron Man are better than the recent Batman movies. Yeah. <laughs> That's only how the kids go do. Because when, if you compare it, like, as someone who regularly reads the comics, if you compare it, how it's always gone, at least in my mind, DC was leading movies until Spider-Man 1 came out. Then they were about even until the mcu happened and then since the mcu happened marvel had just been shitting on dc when it comes to live action movies right comics they've always been more or less equal there'll be some part there'll be some points when dc's up and marvel's down and vice versa right now i'd say they're about even when it comes to their comics well i don't even know marvel might have the edge because dc's doing some weird fucking shit right now infinite frontier and all that other kind of shit i'm not going to get into because i don't even understand it uh when it came to tv dc always had the edge of marvel when it came to tv like their live action shows obviously because they had they had smallville they had arrow flash. flash both flashes the 90s flash and current flash they had uh supergirl just ended they got superman and lois now uh live action marvel really hasn't had any success with live action shows like mutant x was not good gifted got canceled agents of shield i heard was gotham. steady you have heard about gotham gotham was another good dc show <laughs> okay if you believe that oh <laughs> gotham was good until season like two and how many seasons did it have five six there you go uh <laughs> damn i think got too crazy because it's straight away from its original premise which if it if gotham if i could go comic geek for a second if gotham went and adapted the gotham central comics which was pretty much like law and order just in gotham city then it would have been much better but they started getting too crazy with it with the whole fucking people come back from the dead and Solomon Grundy and all that extra shit and I'm just like you could just have about be cops in Gotham Batman could already been a thing because in Gotham Central Batman's already you know Batman it's just that he doesn't really show up because the story's not about him so right yeah he's not a lawyer he's not gonna be in court yeah he'll show he's up Batman. every he'll show up every couple of issues maybe but it's not like he oh, look, you're following Batman like oh fuck that you're following the cops fuck Batman you want to know what Batman's doing read a Batman comic uh what else uh marvel had agents of shield which i heard was fairly steady i i never finished it yeah it, my dad was a huge fan of that inhumans was trash <laughs> like inhumans was fucking garbage what are the live action shows then they had the netflix shows which are very good i heard runaways was good that was on hulu i heard cloak and dagger was all right that was on freeform who the fuck gets freeform i don't even know <laughs> what that channel is it used to be abc family yeah but i don't get that shit <laughs> It's oh. like Axis. I don't get that. I can't watch TNA. I can't watch Cloak and Dagger. Oh, and I wanted to talk about that nonsense real quick. But anyway. Yeah, go ahead. No. Uh, Animated stuff. Marvel. Animated shows. DC kills Marvel. That's not even a contest. Like, Marvel's good animated shows are, like, in the 90s. Like, Spider-Man, X-Men. X-Men. And that's pretty Dude, much it. Those old X-Men cartoons cracked me the hell up. Wolverine was such a dick. 
Wolverine was Cyclops. the best motherfucker. That man was a beast. Anyway. Yeah, I loved it though, but he was a complete dick to Cyclops the whole time. It was great. Oh, he's still a dick to Cyclops. It's it's fun. Uh, what 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 other shows? Uh, X Men Evolution. I never really got into it, but a lot of people liked it. Wolverine the X Men was was good. They had a few good. They had a few good animated shows but then dc had like their whole you know dc anime universe that just shit all over marvel's anime stuff like justice league batman the anime series superman static shock fucking batman beyond justice league unlimited and shit like they had it, it was it was the best young justice is fairly dope young justice yeah which i heard was really good i still haven't finished the original justice league cartoon the one with the the black green lantern and well, all you better that. get well, you better get HBO Max and finish that shit. Uh, Dude, I... Yeah, I'm gonna have HBO Max for a month just to watch Godzilla versus King Kong and the Snyder Cut. To waste yeah, the Snyder Cut. Yeah, I'm gonna, I'm gonna give you a live report, note by note, and explain to you why. It's a great yeah, movie. I, I, I can't... Saw, I saw all those movies that's coming to HBO Max. I have HBO Max, and I was just like, I don't want to see any of this shit. I had it for Wonder yeah. Woman 84 until I watched Wonder Woman 84 and I was like, mm-mm. <laughs> oh, Bro, that, I don't know. That movie might have been a last straw for the DC. <laughs> Damn. I can't take Why? this. Shit. It, it was bad, bro. Like, like Wonder Woman 84 so was not good, bro. It, like, it, it right wasn't. Hurts. Even, like, I was watching that with my mom because I think she watched the first Wonder Woman with me and then she watched that one and I was like, I don't know Fuck happened. <laughs> I was like, I don't know about you, but this ain't a good movie. And she was like, it's really not. That's why I've been on my phone for the most part. <laughs> my parents hated it because they saw it before I did. They hated it. <laughs> they, were like, yeah, this, they were like, this is trash. I was like, I yeah. don't know. Because my cousin watched it too and he said it was just okay. I, saw, I watched it twice, actually. I watched it the first time um, and was half paying attention. <laughs> I was in my phone. <laughs> Like Rike's Bob, I was in my phone the first time I watched it. Then I watched it the second. Then I was like, okay, I'm actually gonna pay attention. So I watched it again, and I was like, nope, this this ain't good. <laughs> like this is not good. Fuck this up, because Wonder Woman one was dope. I could still go back yeah. and watch Wonder Woman one. I hear, I heard Aquaman was dope. I didn't watch it, but I heard Aquaman was. Oh uh, no, dope. Aquaman was dope. I was gonna say you guys forgot the movie, and that was one of them. Everybody keeps telling me Aquaman ain't shit, but an underwater Wakanda. I mean, that's what they say Atlantis is. It was directed, wasn't it directed by the same dude who does Fast and Furious now? Yeah, uh, it was. Yeah, it was. But yeah, I, I heard I heard Aquaman was dope. I just didn't watch it. But yeah, well, it was uh, fire. But Wonder Woman 84? Mm-mm, not the wave. Not the wave. I said, DC, what the fuck? <laughs> what, what the fuck, DC? Didn't they try to drop all these other movies like Suicide? Ooh, I almost forgot. Fucking Suicide Squad. I saw it. Woo! I saw it. The movie was I trash. A, I saw a four, I saw the trailer four times, and I'm like, I'm trying to see if this makes me want to see it, but nothing. I didn't budge. I was like, Tempo goes, you gonna watch Suicide Squad? I was like, nah, I didn't see anything worth watching. I was like, I'm not gonna drive 30 minutes from the movie theater, 30 minutes from my apartment to go see a trash ass movie. There were, <laughs> there were five good things about that movie. Here they were: the purple Lamborghini song. <laughs> that Rick Ross did. Will Smith, mm-hmm. Margot Robbie, mm-hmm. Karen Fukuhara as Katana, and, a, mm-hmm. and Viola Davis and Viola Davis as Amanda Waller. That's it. 
Wait, hold on. I saw a clip. Um, me and a buddy of mine were watching this, watching something off, watching something at work. They had a clip where Batman like stops Will Smith in an alley, and he's like, "I don't want to do this in front of your daughter." Oh yeah, Batman beat the shit out of him in front of his daughter. Then why? Then why? Why do you even swoop down? Like you couldn't like wait until he goes in and let it. For real? I'm like that is the most. I'm like that is the most legs and everything. That is the most un-Batman thing I've ever seen. I don't want to do this. And I like Affleck, and I like Batfleck. I think he was a good choice for Batman, but Jesus Christ. I was like, that's like the second time I saw him do something stupid as Batman. The first time, <laughs> at Dawn of Justice, where he was like, um, no, it was fucking, he was chasing the guys, right? Superman flies out of nowhere, cuts him off, walks on top of the Batmobile, rips the hood off, and goes, uh, next time there's Sean, you're someone in the sky. Don't bother coming out. And Batman goes, do you bleed? Oh, yeah, that shit. You're going to. And I'm like, um, did anybody miss the part where he's like letting the villains get away? Batman was straight murdering villains. So much I justified that to me. Batman didn't kill anybody. I'm like, this motherfucker shot turrets in the back of a damn truck and that shit blew up. He killed people. And them dudes who's fighting that warehouse. Like those dudes who's fighting that warehouse. Admittedly a cool scene, but he totally killed one of them dudes. He smashed head first to the wall. Like Batman was, he was murdering people left and right. I'm like, then there was all that whole dream sequence where he was using guns and that pissed me off. I'm like, Batman don't use guns. Yeah. At all. First, my memory did the Batman Superman mom have the same names? Yes. Yes. That, that, That was a major plot point at the end of that film when they were fighting. Okay, I, I was like, I don't recall this. It sounds like something they just threw in here, but I. That was literally Scott Snyder being like, "Huh? Did you know their moms have the same name?" Make that a plot point. That is literally what I, I can <laughs> tell. That was his thought process during that. You know what irritates me the most when I watch that movie? I was like, that it keeps you know, going. <laughs> well, yeah. And, uh, the fact that DC and Gotham were so close, like it's literally the same. Yeah, Metropolis and Gotham were like a fucking. They were separated by a damn body of water. I'm like, what? I'm like, wait a minute. So all this time, Batman is getting pieced up by Bane. He could have called on Superman a long time ago <laughs> if they were in the same universe. Yeah. I'm like, what the fuck? I'm like, so by this logic, why weren't they helping each other out all along? Because what was it? I think the storyline was that uh, Bruce had retired as Batman because Robin died. So they're pretty much going for like the Dark Knight Returns version of Batman when he quit because Jason Todd had gotten killed. So I think that's what they were trying to go for. So yeah, apparently he maybe he got killed by the Joker or something like that. And, well, he did. They, they made it apparent he got killed by the Joker. Yeah, and, and that was another thing about Suicide Squad. That was fucking terrible. Jared Leto's Joker. But this Jailer's Joker in the Justice League, I think, is going to be a lot better. He looks trash. Still looks trash. Not as trash as before. Somebody tried to tell me that he is the best live-action Joker. I said, Shh. he said he's the best Joker on film. I said, shut your fucking mouth. And, wow. then he, and then he was like, who's better? I'm like, now, I could say the standard answer and be like Heath Ledger, because that would be correct. But Mark Hamill. I'm like, Mark Hamill. So it was like... Or Mark Hamill. I'd say I'd say Mark Hamill. So it's like, oh, he, he was animated. I'm like, technically, he was Joker on the big screen because Batman: Mask of the Phantasm did show in theaters. Mm-hmm. And Mark Hamill was the Joker, so that makes Mark Hamill the best Joker, the best movie Joker. So 
but yes, if we go live action, I would put Heath Ledger and Jack Nicholson way above Jared fucking Leto. And Jared Leto is not a bad actor. It's just that his Joker is just trash. If you took his Joker out of Suicide Squad, literally nothing would change. <laughs> like for real, he served like no purpose. Like he was in Harley's flashback about how she got arrested. And then he showed up like in the middle of the movie to like in like the second act of the movie to like kidnap Harley or whatever, but that lasted like to like take Harley back, but that lasted like fucking five minutes and it got resolved like almost super quick. And then he showed up at like a post credit scene or at the end of the film or something to break Harley out of jail. If you took out that middle part, literally nothing about the movie would change. Nothing. Like it just a useless exercise well, him being in the film was. I think he's gonna redeem himself in the Justice League. I wish I I wish I had your optimism, but I don't. <laughs> I yeah, don't. DC DC has like failed a lot. I, I don't I don't know. This could be disputed, I'm sure, but I don't know if there's another film distribution that has wasted more money than Warner Brothers. Ooh, like, that's hard. Yeah, <laughs> that's like, hard to dispute. They fuck up Warner Brothers fucks up a lot. Yeah, like you think about all these bad DC movies we're talking about. Not even just DC, they got a lot of bad properties in general that they can yeah. find out. Yeah, I'm just thinking like these movies are budgeting at like maybe 30, 50 million dollars, if not more than that. And then I'm pretty sure they're taking only even less at the box office. So really they're not profiting at all. So I'm just hey. Yeah, these folks be making hundreds of millions of dollars and then barely be breaking even at the box yeah. office. Internationally, not just domestically, like internationally. God, they can't weren't even they the, count. Were they the ones that made that horrible cats movie? They probably were. Oh my god! <laughs> I don't even like musicals, but I saw the shit yeah, for that yeah. movie, and I was like, "What the fuck is this?" I was like, "Oh my god, this looks." I'm like, "How y'all look worse than the actual Cats Broadway show?" <laughs> like the Cats, I'm like, Jesus Christ. Yeah, was Taylor Swift in that one? There was a lot of people in there who were just in there. Like fucking Rebel Wilson was in there. Jason Derulo was in there. Idris Elba was in there. Ugh. <laughs> Idris needs to up his standards. Like Idris was just in there in between Marvel movies. <laughs> I guess he. And then they're making a second Suicide Squad. Yeah, this one looks a little bit more promising, I guess. Well, it's directed by James Gunn, so. Okay. That, but then again, Kevin Feige is like over his shoulder too, so I had to keep that. He ain't got well. Well, yeah, he doesn't. Not at DC, he doesn't. But I'm going to watch the Suicide Squad because John Cena's in it. Oh, he is. Uh, yeah, yeah, he's he's, he's Peacemaker. He's even getting his own HBO Max show. Really? Called Fuck It's Peacemaker. <laughs> That's literally what it's called. <laughs> Fuck It's Peacema It's Peacemaker. Alright, I'm watching it. That sounds like I'm happy. I don't know when it drops, but yeah. That that movie has like 50 people in it. Like John Cena's one of them, and that has like 20 other fucking people in it. I'm like, Jesus Christ. Idris is in it. Marco Robbie's coming back. I think most of the main cast from the first one's coming back, minus Will Smith. Uh, yeah, Will Smith. Why is he not coming back? Would you want to come back out of the first one? <laughs> Fuck no. no. Uh, but this well, actually, we can edit on this impact thing because I saw it. Uh, Rich Swan is now the unified impact world champion. He and Moose yeah. feuded. What belt did Moose have? Did he have like an X division belt or he had the fake that fake belt he's been carrying around for like ever? I think it was, I think it was the fake belt, bro. that old TNA belt that he literally found backstage. That was literally the storyline. He found that shit backstage at catering. And then started calling himself the real world champion, and he was actually defending that title in matches. Mm -hmm. They, they uh, made it uh, illegal. They uh, 
made a legit championship. Which I don't know why. <laughs> so Rich Swan beat him. Uh, Robert posted one of the spots on Instagram, which would have been a cool spot, but it, it just seemed kind of useless because Rich did the back handspring and then he had to like wait an extra second for Moose to come down yeah. so he could hit the cutter. And I was like, damn, that, ru- that ruined the whole rhythm. <laughs> There, there was no point in the handspring if that was going to be the case. Yeah, for real. I'm like, he mistimed that. Like, he mistimed that a little bit. Because obviously, I mean, it would have been if it was a seamless transition from the handspring to the cutter. But the fact that he had to, that he did the handspring and then stopped for like a full second because Moose hadn't come down enough yet. And then he did the cutter. Well, I was like, well, what was the handspring for? But he won. Uh, so he's gonna face Kenny at their next show, their next pay per view, whatever. Uh, no one's gonna watch that. And it's well, it's title for title. So well, Rich Swan is gonna lose. That's well, cool. it's it's bad all around that it's title for title, if you ask me. Because if Rich wins, no, no, actually, let's go with Kenny. If Kenny wins, that means Impact is not gonna have a champion for however long Kenny has that belt. If Rich wins. That means the title of the second biggest promotion in the United States is going to be on a channel that barely anybody gets. Right. For however long Rich keeps that title. So unless Rich wins the AEW title and then starts showing up on AEW, there's no point. There's literally no point. They have to be careful with that. They shouldn't have did it in the first place. Like, I get it's excited title for title, but I'm like, y'all need to learn how to book a title for title before y'all, you know, book a title for title. Because just saying your champion can face my champion and winner take all isn't, you know, the best idea. Well, it's what the Marks want. They <laughs> want title for title. Like you could have just had them face each other in an exhibition. That would have worked. That would have been a great main event from uh, Dynamite. <laughs> uh, <laughs> it's not even, Robert said, that shit's not even pay-per-view worthy. <laughs> That's a Dynamite main event. <laughs> it really is. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I like Rich. Look, look, I like Rich. Okay, I like Rich. I'm glad he's prospering after he got fired by WWE. Just got beat. He just beat Tommy Dreamer and Moose, two people I don't. No one really cares about or knows. Man, you just. Why didn't Moose get signed? Oh yeah, wasn't it like Moose didn't get signed to WWE because they found out he had some like there was like some abuse allegations going on with him at the time, so WWE didn't sign him. I think that was uh, that was I think that was what I heard. Like when he left ROH and before he signed with Impact, the rumor was he was going to sign with NXT, but then they found out there was like some domestic abuse stuff going on, so they just didn't sign him. Then he signed with Impact. There's like an investigation going on. I'm like, bruh, you know they would have been chomping at the bit to get Moose. He's big, athletic, he's black. I think NXT could do some stuff with Moose. He's friends with Ricochet and Apollo and all them, so. Yeah, because he, uh, he, he could have been a good dude to, like, stop cross to cross win the title. You know, he, exactly. He could, yeah. Hell, he could have been in the Hurt Business. His big yeah. ass. Like, he could have been the huge heavy in the Hurt Business. Yeah. I really think this should add Keith Lee and Ricochet to Hurt Business. Yeah, they, especially Ricochet. Like, they're not really doing too much anything anyway. Well, Keith's still technically hurt. Technically hurt, and he's still hurt. Maybe. Yeah, he's still hurt. I, I don't know what kind of. I don't know what kind of injury he has. But I think it was an ankle. 
I don't know if it was a shoulder. I it mean, might have been a shoulder. I'm fucking know. Maybe it's a trap. Uh, according according to my sources, it was a shoulder. Wrestling, wrestling news. Fucking sources. Wrestling. Wrestling <laughs> news. Damn wrestling news. Damn wrestle talk. Uh, Cultaholic ass boy. <laughs> Sports keto looking the ass. Inside, nah, it's called the inside scoop. Feature report ass. Like. The, <laughs> no, hey, this, what was that one dude on Twitter who keeps reporting fake news? Like, he keeps on putting shit out there and keeps getting debunked. Ryan Satin or whatever his name is? No, it's not Ryan Satin. He worked for the company. Or he did. Uh-huh. Uh, oh, inside it... the rope, can ass boy? <laughs> is it <laughs> oh, whoa. Sean Ross Sapp? Is it Sean Ross Sapp? I think so. It's one of them. Because every time he puts be... something out, every time he puts something out, somebody from the company comes out and says, that's not true at all. I don't know where he got that from, but I think he, <laughs> I think he hey, did I shut would, down Nile one time. That was pretty funny. Hey, I would say my sources, but I, I don't want to give them away. You mean you don't want to give everybody the fucking web address? <laughs> 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 nah, nah. Cite my sources. <laughs> the inside scoop, dog. You on them rocks, like <laughs> inside scoop. Scooping cat litter, that's what you're talking about. Nah, that fool is sniffing. Uh, <laughs> sniffing the lighter? What? Fucking crazy, bro. Oh, go ahead, Robert. I might have to. Might have to yeah, I was gonna say, I might have to wrap, wrap it up here pretty soon. Oh, yeah. I'm a little tired. Yeah, I didn't totally. realize it was 11. Oh, yeah, it's about to be. Oh, it's 11 where you at? 10 11. I'm about to say, I'm like, oh, fuck. Uh, when you get on, I'm like, when you get on, I'm like, where you on the East Coast? Like. <laughs> He said, I but gotta yeah. go to the store real fast. I gotta go to the East Coast. Oh, he should. Yeah, but we'll wrap it up there. So we will talk to y'all next week.